0: Tomorrow, a big event in the area. We've got the President, Donald Trump, going to be arriving at Mohegan Sun Arena. And he is going to be there for a campaign rally mm-hmm. for Congressman Lou Barletta, who is the uh, Republican candidate uh, for the U.S. Senate seat. He's up against the incumbent Democrat Bob Casey. And we have Lou Barletta with us today. Good morning, Good morning Congressman.
1: Congressman. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, uh, Webster.
0: Hey, uh, just uh, I know you're a big baseball fan. How about that uh, Mets score last night, 24... 24-
1: Al, oh, I, di- I didn't see it, and that's um, that's hard for me to to comprehend. I'm a Yankee fan, so uh, <laughs> I don't I don't like when the guys on the other side of the of the city do that well.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I will tell you, it reminded me of my little league days when Gil Dave's Pharmacy was routinely beaten by scores of that much. So. <laughs> Harken back to my glory days of
1: yesteryear. <laughs> I was usually pitching those
0: days. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so anyway, let's talk about this uh, rally tomorrow. You have the president coming in. Someone that you, uh, you I, I guess people have said, been on the Trump train from the beginning. So this is someone that you supported early on. Seems like you guys have a pretty uh, good relationship.
1: Yeah, uh, you well, know, I was one of the first, as you know, to, to uh, endorse uh, Donald Trump. Than the candidate, I think he had less than a one percent chance of winning at the time, and I could remember going back to to Washington and my colleagues uh, making fun of me and laughing and joking. And well, they're not laughing now, but I, it wasn't it wasn't easy at the time because nobody, you know, everyone thought I was crazy. But I've developed a good relationship with him, uh, co-chairing his campaign here in Pennsylvania and being on the transition team, and I was um, considered for um, a couple cabinet position so i've gotten to know uh donald trump the person and uh you know i admire his business savvy uh that's why what attracted me to him plus his courage to stand up and say things that that uh, you know i may have you know when fighting the problem of legal immigration i knew how hard it is to uh, to stand up there because you're going to be called names
2: well and your decision to run for senate was based at at least in part uh, on the president's urging isn't that right it is
1: right. He uh he had called me one night and um you know talked to me about the the importance of one vote in the Senate and that you know if we want his his policies which you know we we see you know the economy soaring that they're working for for the American people that that one vote in the Senate could be the difference in in him achieving that and uh you know I, it was a big decision for me because I'm giving up I was giving up a house seat that you both know I fought very hard for beating Paul Kinzorski, which was someone else, you know, who people said that I couldn't win. He's a Democrat in a Democrat area. Uh, so it was a big decision to give up that seat uh, for this, but it is that important. One vote, as we know, would be the difference in, in many issues that. That we care about.
0: Yeah, well, immigration is an issue, obviously, that you are very uh, closely connected to, and you were just talking about the president and his uh, fight for on uh, illegal immigration. Um, But recently, you know, this separation of parents thing has uh, really shocked many people in this country. Um, That is something that you first came out and supported what he was doing. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on this as we're looking at it now.
1: It was a tough. It's a tough issue and a tough. You know, I mean, nobody wants to see. You know, children separated from their parents. Uh, so I, I don't think anybody felt good about it. It, it, it was the, it was the law. It wasn't only President Trump. It goes back to even to President Obama as well. And it was really the Flores uh, florist Settlement um, uh, Act that that really caused this. That that had to be fixed by Congress, but the president was going by you know, the, the rules that we had. He yeah, but he did,
0: he but he changed that policy. That was a change. He it was did. not accompanied he
1: minors. He did. That's it. And I think, I honestly believe, you know, it was, as I said, nobody wants to, wanted to see that. And, and, and he himself, you know, didn't want, didn't like what he was seeing there. And, and he decided to do that to force Congress to, to, to do something. And, uh, you know, I, it was unfortunate, but you know, it was the it was what we had. And he's trying to fix our immigration problem. And and this goes back to what I've said for a long time: if if we secured the border, we wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't be separating parents and children, and and people wouldn't be traveling 2,000 miles with their families across Mexico to get into the United States because they know once they do, this is what happens: we become you know, emotionally charged because we are a a, a generous country and and you have the issue of children and parents. But if we solve the problem by securing our borders and and telling people, especially if you're coming for asylum, if you're traveling because you um, you fear violence, we have a way to do it. We have a system to do that. And And this has been a failure of Congress and a failure of past administrations in not enforcing immigration laws. And I know better than anyone as a mayor of a small town who had to deal with it when the federal government didn't give a hoot. Uh, on how I was going to do it.
2: Well, I would, you know, uh, the president trying to force Congress' hand. I guess I could kind of see that, but it wasn't there, shouldn't there have been something in place that would have allowed them to reconnect the dots, like re, you know, hook the kids back up with the parents once everybody gets the well, clean bill of health?
1: Well, so here was here was the problem, and and you, know, you may have talked about it or not, but many times what, what they're finding down there that that parents, whether they were coming from Guatemala, Honduras, wherever they were coming. We're paying coyotes and and paying the, the cartel to bring their families, their children, into the United States. So in many cases, the, the, the who they said was a parent was actually not, and and there was a responsibility by the government to make sure that we were not releasing these these children back into the hands of somebody. Uh, who is, in fact, not their parent. So it, it really is a complicated issue. It's not as simple as just But saying, we did something you know, wrong.
0: I mean, we did something yeah, wrong sure. because there's a problem there. They're not able to connect them. I don't want to spend too much time just talking about that. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, you know, Pennsylvania. You are now running uh, not in a smaller district, but obviously the whole state. And this is a purple state. We've got red areas. we got blue areas. So, mm-hmm. obviously, the president's going to help you with uh, many Republicans and some Democrats who've, uh, you know, come over uh, to, uh, you know, like Don Donald Trump, but how are you going to get the independents or the Democrats uh, on your side as well? Because maybe aligning yourself with the president may not be helpful, you know, to those who are in the middle and kind of unsure.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of those people in the middle, especially many of the blue collar Democrats who voted for Donald Trump, that's how he won Pennsylvania many union democrats actually the rank and file who voted for him and many of those independents they're not so so interested in the in the in the uh, drama of uh, you know what we talk about with with the president they're interested in can they take care of their families do they have a job is their job secure are there, are, there, are 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 their neighborhoods safe uh, somebody who's speaking for them and that's what Donald Trump did he became and especially in Luzerne County he became the voice of people who gave up on politicians and and we know that people in Northeastern PA, they might be Democrats or Republicans, but they vote for the person. They've, they've done that forever. Remember the Reagan Democrats. And uh, when they see somebody who's who's strong enough to speak with their thinking and stand up for the American worker, they're going to support them. The economy's doing very good. Why do we want to change that? Unemployment's at 4%. The stock market's up over 20%. Black unemployment's at an all-time low, uh, Hispanic unemployment at an all-time low. There's more jobs than people unemployed. So so those folks that we're, you're talking about, they're, they see things going pretty good. I don't know why you'd want to change the, the, the captain of the ship at a time when the ship seems to be going in the right direction.
2: So the, the president, I mean, obviously showing up for, the, for your campaign rally tomorrow. Who rang whose doorbell here? <laughs> did, did he offer or did you ask? Well, it's something
1: that we talked about. We, you know, we talk occasionally, and, and uh, right after the primary, uh, he had called to congratulate me and, and talk about the campaign and uh, said that he, uh, he was going to come into uh, Pennsylvania to help me. And uh, to be honest with you, um, many people on the campaign and, and, and around Pennsylvania wanted him to come out to Western PA first. The campaign obviously raised my name id in western pa uh but the president was uh was very clear he wanted to come here and he he wanted that more than anything he said let's go back to wilkes fair let's go back to the hockey arena uh we'll have a a, a huge crowd and and uh, i want to come back there so uh, that's that he decided, really, this is the place he wanted to go.
0: Are you concerned at all? I know that this is kind of more inside stuff when you talk about the Koch brothers and the fact that um, you know they yeah. usually give a lot of money to uh, GOP candidates, and they're not happy. They think that uh, some members are not uh, conservatives, and, and they've actually uh, kind of pinpointed you as someone that they will not support, I guess, because they say you have supported a spending bill that increased federal spending, and that is against, you know, obviously their credos, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, I don't know if that really matters to you or not. The president obviously came out against them yesterday, but does that concern you?
1: No, it doesn't, Nancy, because, um, you know, the, the spending bill they're talking about raised the pay of, of our of our military people. It, it uh, gave money more to the military. We have people, we have sons and daughters in America who are getting on airplanes, flying defending our country with planes that were not safe. Uh, the military was massively underfunded. Uh, veterans were getting, are, are getting uh, um, more money. Uh, you know, there's there $4 billion in that bill that I voted for that goes to the opioid crisis. How do you say no to that? Listen, the omnibus is a terrible way to do business. It's not my idea. I didn't want to. I wish I, we didn't have to. But I wasn't going to say no to those families who were depending on us to help and, uh, and our military people. So you know, being attacked by the Koch brothers from the from the right and being attacked from Bob Casey on the left, you know what that tells me? I am perfect for Pennsylvania.
2: All right, The president is coming to town. He'll be here tomorrow night campaigning for Congressman Lou Barletta. Congressman, thank you for spending some time with Thanks. us okay. this morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours